continuing to picking up our readings from what we had already been reading in 2016. It shows, I marked at the end of the chapters, that I had, that when I read these, each chapter at the end of two, the last one was 2016. And so we're continuing because the next chapters don't show that I read them in 2016. So we're continuing our completion of the book for the third read. Uh, and now in 220, it's a continuation of our readings, in other words. Chapter 28, The Continuous Struggle and the book Spiritual Awakening by Darshan Singh. Others are leading a life of goblets and cups and are getting intoxicated with cup after cup of wine served to them. But I derive my intoxication from the cold-blooded murder of my desires. Hmm. It's the chapter... And we're reading in the chapter in the Spiritual Awakening, chapter 28, Continuous Struggle. Quote from Dayal Purish, Sant, Gracious Master, Darshan Singhji Maharaj. Others are leading a life of goblets and cups, and are getting intoxicated with cup after cup of wine served to them. But I derive my intoxication from the cold-blooded murder of my desires. This verse of mine often causes those inexperienced on the path of mystic love to think this path is one of disa tragedy, disaster, and catastrophe. To those who think the purpose of life is only luxury and enjoyment, the path of love is a thorny one. This is only because we do not really know what true love is. Those steeped in the traditions of the East, those who are familiar with mystic love, know that a lover must undergo many trials. Without a grumble, they accept them as the normal lot of a lover. While many people are apprehensive of the trials and turmoils, the cruelties and tragic tyrannies which the beloved inflicts, real lover, lover, lovers revel in being caught in the coils of the beloved's caresses. Those who have experienced being caught in the love know that any attempt to shake off those coils ends in failure. A true lover relishes being a captive of the beloved's curls and begins enjoying it. It becomes his way of life to experience ecstasy in his seeming captivity and he surrenders to it. Have you ever been a victim of Cupid's arrow? If your beloved rejected your advancing gestures, how did you feel? And when you were persistent and the beloved was only critical of you and committed atrocities upon your heart and resisted you at every stage, did you not continue to woo her despite her actions? 
did you not continue to follow the path of Cupid? A lover goes to the extent of praying, as I have expressed in one of my verses. Give me but one glance of your love, and I will be willing to suffer your cruelties for the rest of my life. In order to make, pro make progress on the path of love, we have to become completely reoriented. We have to have one object in view. A true lover is moved by one thought, not to reach the beloved, how, how to reach the beloved, how to woo the beloved. The lover is prepared to pay any price for his beloved. Once you get caught in the terraces of your beloved, if you make an effort to raise your head out of one noose of the tresses, you will find that your head is then caught in yet another new, bigger noose. And if you try to break this noose two or three times, after a while you will surrender yourself to your fate. What is more, you will even begin deriving pleasure from it. Just look at a bird who is caught and put in a cage, how he flutters for the first few days. But after a while he settles down, he is tamed, but for the first few days he does not take any food or water. Then slowly he starts eating and drinking. After a few weeks he begins slowly responding to your voice. And finally he begins pouring forth warblings. Such is the condition of a lover who is caught in the dresses of the beloved. Once struck by the arrow of love, you are captive forever. What can you do about it? Master has many an arrow of love in his quiver. He can enrapture you with a single glance. He can put you in a state of ecstasy and then rob you of your heart when you are under a spell. If you can escape one arrow, he has another arrow. He has so many arrows in his quiver, and a poor victim, once caught, is always caught. These are the hard truths of life. I can express them in very ornamental language. I can express them in plentitudes. I can say that the moment you come to a master, you get intoxicated with his eyes, and that intoxication increases every moment until you attain communion with the Lord. If you would like, I can describe the path of love in these words, but in doing so, I would neither be fair to myself nor to you. What I have been explaining is the truth of the mystic path that you do not find in books. Hmm. It's the truth of the mystic path that you do not find in books. Had they written about this in the books with such great clarity, then people would have shunned this path. But this is the naked truth and the only truth. It is a fact that you ultimately enjoy lasting bliss, lasting ecstasy, lasting salvation. It is a fact that you ultimately enjoy lasting bliss, lasting ecstasy, and lasting salvation. Nobody can deny that. But I have explained in detail all of the stages which are full of pain, anguish, and yearning, so that you 
should not be afraid of facing these moments on the path. Kabir, Guru Nanak, and all the great mystics have spoken of these moments. Our beloved master, Sant Kirpal Singh Ji, used to say that this path is a path of tears. This is a path of dampness. <laughs> he would say, quote, When love dances on the heart, it pains. But that pain is coated with honey. Who is there who can't would give up that pain? People have been people have been referring to this aspect of the path since the dawn of eternity, but we have not heeded their words. For those on the path of love, the pain and the suffering may be intense, but as Kalib, the great Urdu poet, has said, quote, when your grief transcends all bounds, it becomes its own cure. Hmm. When your grief transcends all bounds, it becomes its own cure. What is not hard on love's way? The trouble is that we do not know what love is. We only think of love in terms of lust or, at the most, infatuation. We do not go beyond that. First, our mind and our soul have to be molded so as to understand what true mystic love is. We have to rise above our limited concept of love and reach a higher understanding. We think of God's love in terms of man's love. We have no conception of real love, of mystic love. When I was in my first year at college, I had difficulty in understanding the connotations of love in the poetry of the Urdu poet, Sir Muhammad Iqbal. The opening line of one of his ghazals is, quote, There are worlds beyond the stars, and there is many a test of love which has yet to be undergone. Another verse says, It is love which causes the ups and downs in human life. It is love which brings about the high notes and the low notes in music divine. It is love which gives an endless boost to the wayward wayfarer. So love is the high and the low notes in music. <laughs> I asked my professor at college what the meaning of these verses was. To my surprise and joy, he invited me to accompany him that evening on his visit to the home of the great poet. After my professor told Dr. Iqbal that I wanted to understand the meaning of these verses, the poet looked at me penetratingly for some time and said, quote, Wherever I have used the word love in my poems, it means a continuous struggle, a never-ending struggle. Try to understand my poetry in the light of this interpretation. That is how I first came to understand that love is a constant struggle 
<clears throat> to attain the beloved, to obtain the cherished object. This constancy involves our whole being and our whole-hearted attention. We must accord it the first priority in our life. We must have one ruling thought, one ruling passion, one objective, and one destination. Ultimately, the lover becomes lost in the beloved, and it is difficult to know who is the lover and who is the beloved. At this stage, the lover becomes the beloved. The lover becomes God himself. Hmm. I guess that's how he became God himself. Mm -hmm. We are reading from chapter 28 of Continuous Struggle in the book Spiritual Awakening by Darshan Singh. Read on Earth Day 2020. April 22nd. I need an Earth Day reading, I suppose. Mm hmm. 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 